Hi there. This week's episode discusses the occult and may not be suitable for all audiences. Parental discretion is advised. Just Cheesy the Podcast, presented by Just Cheesy Productions. Hi there. I'm your host, Fondue. I'm Cheesy. In this week's episode, we're talking about Tyromancy, Groaning Cheese, Grilled Cheese Manifestation. We're talking phobias, pairings, Munster, and even ghosts. Oh no. And of course, we tell our very cheesy joke. Yeah, joke. Stay tuned for the Halloween edition of Just Cheesy the Podcast. According to BlockClubChicago.org, there is a woman who can read your fortune using cheese. Wow. Jennifer Billick of Chicago, who is a freelance journalist and author, also offers workshops and private sessions for individuals, groups, and corporate clients on how to use cheese for divination. The word tyromancy is derived from the Greek, tyros, meaning cheese, and mantia, meaning prophecy. Wow. According to occult-world.com, tyromancy is a form of divination by examining how curds form during the coagulation of cheese. Jennifer Billick in the blockclubchicago.org article says, Mold, patterns, size, shape are all clues to a person's potential destiny. They look at number, placement, depth of holes, appearance of cracks, craters, veins, and each piece of cheese has its own unique way of revealing something about your life. Holy cow. The practice of reading cheese dates back to the ancient Greeks and Romans in the second century. The craft was prevalent in the Middle Ages when cheese magic was used to sniff out a criminal from a lineup. And it even says here that folklore states that dreaming of cheesecake is bad. In Scotland, offering cheese to fairies was supposed to help ensure an abundant harvest. In Germany... Those looking to become pregnant believe they could enhance fertility chances by throwing a piece of cheese over their shoulder. Really? The video game The Witcher uses cheese for fortune-telling, huh. and it's recommended to hold a dipped piece of bread near a candle while thinking of a question and looking at the shadow it casts for an answer. Oh, wow. Occultworld.com also says that tyromancy was used by young maidens in the countryside villages to predict the names of their future husbands. Whoa. They would write the name of their prospective suitors on a piece of cheese, and the one whose name was on the piece of cheese where mold grew first was believed to be the ideal love mate. Wow. According to people.howstuffworks.com, there is something called groaning cheese. What? It gets its name because of the noises a woman emits during the pain in childbirth. Oh, yeah. Much like the tradition of today when a new father is given a cigar, back in the 16th century, fathers would get a wheel of cheese when their wives would go into labor. Wow. As soon as the baby was born, pieces of the cheese were distributed to everybody in the room or the house. Ooh, yum. This is thought to bring good luck to the baby. Aww. The father's responsibility was to slice the cheese from the middle of the wheel, then outward. Okay. It is believed if the father cut himself while serving the cheese, oh, no. the child would die within a year. Oh. So the father had to be very careful while digging out the cheese from the middle of the wheel. So careful. Once the cheese was served, the rind would be a hollow ring. Yeah. And during the baby's baptism, 
the baby would be passed through the ring to ensure good luck for the rest of their life. Wow. But the cheese didn't just bring good luck to the baby. Ooh. Sometimes the very first pieces of cheese were given to the midwife and placed in her apron. Okay. It was believed to cause the young women of the house to dream of their future loves. Oh, wow. Those same young women would nibble the cheese and then place the uneaten pieces under their pillows. Whoa. And they had hope of catching a glimpse of their future husbands in a dream. <laughs> wow. If someone refused a portion of the groaning cheese, it meant the child would grow up unlucky oh. and devoid of personal charm. Aww. And according to PlentifulEarth.com, apparently you can use your grilled cheese sandwich to manifest your goals. Whoa. They say that grilled cheese sandwich have magical correspondences. Ooh. Bread is great for nutrition, grounding, and protection. Whoa. They say that cheese is good for setting and completing goals, yeah. and butter is slippery, sweet, and delicious. Oh, yeah. And it makes sure that your manifestation is a smooth process. Wow. Your manifestation would be as follows. You hold the grilled cheese sandwich and think about each part of your sandwich. How does it relate to your goal? and what you want to manifest. Okay. Number two, you visualize the goal coming true. Number three, you visualize your goal being real with every bite. Okay. Number four, you thank guides, God, ancestors, whoever is involved in your work. Okay. And number five, if you cooked it yourself, imagine the heat speeding up your manifestation. Wow. This week's episode does not have a sponsor. Nope. But if we had manifested hard enough in our last grilled cheese sandwich, maybe it would. Have you ever wanted to listen to the web? Yeah. Well, Newsly makes that possible. They do? They're an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. Super app. You can listen to trending articles on the web on topics that you choose and get them read to you in a natural human voice. What kind of topics? Sports, cheese? tech, business, cheese? science. Cheese? I'm sure there's even cheese. Yay! They even have an entire section for podcasts. Are we there? Of course we are. Ooh. It's one of my new favorite podcast apps. They even have digital radio. Holy cow. Just go to www.newsly.me to download it free. Whoa. Or use the link in the description. If you use the promo code CHEESY, Cheesy. that'll get you one month free premium subscription. Yay, Newsly. Now, back to the podcast. Did you know that there are people that are afraid of cheese? What? Really? According to Medium.com, there is actually a word for the phobia of cheese. Whoa. It's called turophobia. Aww. And they say that it's more than likely a fear that was caused by a childhood trauma. Oh, no. According to jag.journalagent.com, people with this phobia have a problem with touching, they have an inability to eat it, and they find it disgusting. Aww. I don't know about you, Cheesy, but after Trick or Treat, I didn't come home and think to myself, ooh, look at that yummy candy. How can I pair that with cheese? <laughs> nope. But apparently a couple of websites have thought of it for us, and they've actually given us the perfect pairings to some of the candies that you might get during trick-or-treat. Wow. They recommend sour gummy worms and fresh chevre. Okay. This is a French goat cheese. And it's got a bit of a tang. Yeah. And they say here it looks totally spooky on a board to have a log of chevre with worms crawling out. Oh, yeah. They recommend mounds and something called hazen blue. Oh, okay. They also suggest candy corn and mimolette. Interesting. They say the cheese plays up the caramel notes in the candy. Ooh. And the mimolette turns into a caramel toffee or fondant. Yum. But according to Patch.com, 
Wisconsin also has a guide to Halloween candy and pairings. Mm. They recommend manchego for candy corn. Yum. They talk about sour candy and goat cheese. Mm. They talk about peanut butter cups and Gruyere. Whoa. They even talk about red licorice and brie. Holy cow. I'm not sure about that one. Nope. But they say that the brie complements the strawberry flavor. Ooh. They talk about milk chocolate candy and habanero cheddar. Okay. And at last, they talk about caramel corn and blue cheese. Ooh. And of course, no Halloween episode would be complete without talking about Munster and Ghost. Right. Munster is a semi-soft cheese from the United States. Yep. And according to Wikipedia, it's thought to be an imitation of the oh Alsatian washed rind Munster cheese. It's pale in color, smooth in texture, and has an orange rind. Ooh. The orange rind is from annatto, which is a sweet and nutty seasoning used to add flavor and color to cheeses. Whoa. And according to Nasonville Dairy, you can pick up a block of ghost pepper jack cheese for $6.45. They say it's very hot. It has the intensity twice that of habanero. Whoa. And it's for those who crave the heat. I'm ready for a joke, fondue. Why was cheese afraid to go to the refrigerator. I don't know. Because it heard Munster was kept inside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Munster was kept inside? That was not very scary. No, it wasn't very scary, but it was a little bit cheesy. Thanks for listening to Just Cheesy the Podcast. Thank you. Episode 102, Trick or Cheese. If you're interested in some other Halloween episodes, yeah. go ahead and give a listen to episodes 23 and 24 of season two of Just Cheesy the Podcast. Stay cheesy, everybody.